Hi, I'm Dr. Gilgamesh, and I'd like to introduce you to my podcast, Emotional Anatomy. It's an intelligently designed anatomy that has as its goal the recruiting your interest and curiosity as to how it works so that you can become more familiar with it and as a result, better at it and enjoy it more. Welcome. Hi there, Dr. Gilgamesh again. And uh, today I'd really, I'm going to build for you uh, an example of emotional anatomy, the architecture of our mind, the architecture of how the mind works, the emotional anatomy in action. And that's exciting for me because, of course, I'm recruiting you to participate with me. And it requires this sort of interactive style, this interactive person-to-person, human-to-human communication uh, for this to happen because you're going to have reactions again to me today that are going to be triggering within you your own emotional reflexes, your own emotional anatomy. Now, uh, the opportunity for us is to recognize freedom versus slavery as summarizing how this actually happens. Now, the the idea is to planning ahead that we're going to want to enjoy the experience, the awareness, the recognition of emotional anatomy. And you can, you can kind of see this happen now in your imagination as we could say, uh, now you're healthy folks, you're listening in on purpose uh, to discover uh, this crazy doctor's idea of attempting to summarize all of human anatomy, human emotional anatomy through freedom versus slavery. Is that a political idea? No. It's a a, a recognition that emotional reflexes make you slave to your emotional reflexes. Emotional reflexes generated in response to their reaction, the reaction that is etched into the nervous system, the wounded emotional anatomy, uh, ends up remaining permanent even for the rest of our lives. But that does not mean that healthy pathways do not exist. Our goal is to develop navigation skill that will discover healthy pathways. And in order to assist you in seeing this, I'm going to build with you a healthy recognition of a recovering emotional anatomy that is beginning to recognize itself hmm, as it grows. As an example, uh, we may discover, say, a compulsively suicidal thought, living in the pit of depression and seeing no way out and and finally uh, beginning to allow a discovery of this tug of war. Having been trapped in this milieu of suicidal thought, the idea of developing awareness that a lensing occurs, emotional lensing, actually seeing through these emotional lenses leaves us trapped and confined by the lensing itself. 
So understanding that lensing and recognizing that lensing becomes a valuable skill to see the tug of war, freedom versus slavery. As an example now, during recovery, uh, a person who previously could not see anything else begins to relax a little bit. Enjoy the awareness of and having a little bit more fun. Returning to his video games, addicted perhaps, yes, all right. We understand that that's new in the literature, but let's not be critical of this. Let's see it as a recognition, a lensing that is beginning to have fun playing the games again instead of uh, lost in that same as before suicidal preoccupation can't see through any other lens. Now, of course, what's developing is, is that a gradual improvement, right? What's the point versus, hmm, there is a preferred state of mind rather than stuck in what's the point, stuck within it, rather than a moodiness that is, hmm, unavailable to recognition, now that recognition begins. And there is a capacity to see a different lensing occur, a brand new lensing, a moodiness with which we become familiar, a moodiness that I kind of know what's happening. I can feel it coming on. I can see it in advance. Wow. You, you, you know me, the, the lens of awe and wonder. The wow, better able to see this moodiness coming on. It's back. It's not scary. It's not the same any longer. I'm recognizing it. I'm, I'm better able to see this moodiness passing through. It's like there's a maturity occurring. There's a layer cake, if you will, of emotional anatomy. This is a structural concept about our mind. And in that layer cake, we're investing in your confidence. We're, in, we're investing in the confidence of the individual that is capable of actually seeing themselves clearly within the emotional mirror and recognizing it's back. But rather than getting swept away by it, it's passing through. And we've uh, got psychological literature that talks about the stream of thoughts. And so we use metaphor now to assist us in seeing this idea pass by as though fish in the stream and developing the skill and ability to pluck the fish from the stream by our own free choice and the ability to pluck that thought or that fish from the stream that is your preference. The observer develops a much more comfortable position. It's no longer scary. It's kind of standing back and, and observing for the first time in our lives as this layer cake of emotional anatomy develops. And as we see clearly that the structural elements within that emotional anatomy can be described. The vocabulary develops. A navigation, heart home wisdom develops. All right, but in advance of that, there is the tug of war. 
before you can ever navigate yourself hard home, you begin to recognize that there's opposition. There's something fighting against that return hard home. And the observer begins to see the ideas pass by in the stream of thoughts. And that the freedom allows you to choose wisely amongst the beautiful fish within that stream of thoughts and allows us to develop um, awareness more quickly by choosing what we enjoy most. So we recover from preoccupied by suicidal thought, getting back into our video game preoccupation, and we begin to see the mind then as television set or as video game or as something happening to us that we can observe rather than dominating us by keeping us stuck in a limited lens. The lens becomes the observer rather than the suicidal preoccupation, rather than the moodiness of depression, rather than the moodiness of, I don't know, the moodiness of inability to understand, the moodiness of lost and confused becomes a standing back in awe. Wow, look at this. I see the fish passing by. I see the thoughts passing by. I see the, the video game coming alive, the video game excitement coming alive, freedom to choose, the video game excitement coming alive as the observer begins to see the emotional anatomy right in front of their own mind emerge so that they can evaluate the crazy doctor's language and decide whether or not it's useful to them to be able to get excited about choosing wisely amongst the fish that pass by. Like a video game, by the way, there's a video game excitement as they're better able to choose the observer instead of swept away by a tasteless fish or a counterproductive thought or a suicidal preoccupation. It feels better. In fact, that video game reward, the better able you are to choose wisely the beautiful fish, the rainbow of water, the rainbow of fish that passes by, and the freedom to choose wisely amongst it, then lets the dark fish or the dark side fish pass by. Oh, no, 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 I don't wanna go there anymore. Well, this stream of consciousness, this ability to see clearly into ourselves through a different emotional lens develops into labeled, excuse me, the observer. And that observer is better able to see the rewards that come through successfully choosing to let the dark side fish pass through. In fact, the metaphor can be developed. I've called this also flying lessons as compared to the video game, but we're online together in the video game. We've got our, our earpieces on, our microphones plugged in, and we're talking together. And now, because we are both emotional anatomy, exploring this uh, reality of our insides, we can talk to one another and begin to see the same stuff together. We begin to find our way. 
Flying lessons has its uh, metaphor as well for the two, right? Me and my assistant surgeon now, right? The person that I'm talking with, you for that matter, become my assistant surgeon. That's why I recruit you to come online and talk with us uh, in, in those uh, uh, in, in that Facebook stream of thought that is going to expand this vocabulary more effectively because the more minds that work on it, the better the vocabulary becomes. The more simplified it becomes, the better we're going to be able to reflect to the world freedom versus slavery. As an example, you know, freedom versus slavery almost sounds like a political contest wrong. This is the human contest. This is the ability, no matter what political system you're living within, to recognize the freedom to choose wisely what's better. I've said it before, uh, and, but let's go through it again. Which will you choose? That which is better or that which is the best? Now, classically, people respond, well, of course I'll choose the best. But may I point out to you a fancy little trick? Once you choose the best, you're stuck with it. No longer are you free. You become slave to what you regard as the best. Freedom is privileged to choose what's better. And better 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 and, better and endlessly choosing what's better. And that becomes an internal emotional anatomy that realizes this is not about politics. This is about a recognition of how your mind is working and the privilege that you have to be able to choose what's better. The privilege that you have to be able to see the mind operating like a television set. If you don't like what you're watching, change the channel. That becomes a free choice. If you don't like the video game you're playing, change the channel. If you prefer more options than the same old video game, Change the channel, flip to the next game. If, the, if this video game has become boring, change the channel, go ahead. But at the same time, I'd like to claim that it's getting excited, that rewarding feeling that comes through successful video gaming and the score going up becomes this layer cake of emotional anatomy. We're investing in your confidence and as the confidence grows, the rewards grow. I think it's designed like this on purpose to impress you so that you'll join in and participate with us and make it happen faster. We need more input. Thank you very much. Keep coming. Now, the idea like this video game excitement that comes alive as you become free to choose and see these fish in the stream and you're better able to pluck from the stream those that you desire most. Goodness God, goodness gracious, the rewards grow. And you begin to see that the flying lessons play, pay off because a loop-de-loop -loop happens and the rewards of confidence grows. We're investing in your confidence, that confidence that can see the tug of war that is attempting to suppress, oppress, prevent the recognition that this navigation system is guiding your heart home where we discover the lens of awe and wonder the observer that can stand back and see the crazy doctor and now evaluate him. Evaluate me. Evaluate this language. Thank you. And be able to see that as a scientist, 
If you can't see what I'm seeing, then emotional anatomy may not be real. But if, if you can see what I'm seeing, you're observing within yourself the same emotional anatomy that I'm witnessing within myself. And the vocabulary reflecting that emotional anatomy allows you to see it more clearly, me to see it more clearly, the next guy to see it more clearly. This is called legacy to the generations. So we're investing in your confidence so that you can see the tug of war more clearly and that the boring moves on to the next game. Let's give it a try. The emotional anatomy starts by being suspicious of the old man. <laughs> Perhaps he's leading me down some primrose path into Never Neverland and I'm not sure I trust it. Rather, what I'm suggesting is now see this subtlety of this tug of war. Rather than suspicious of me, check it out. Become curious, fascinated, even excited by the exploration. This is the first time with this video game, and uh, the excitement and reward might actually make you curious, but cautious nonetheless. And that would be very healthy. Curious and cautious is a different lens than suspicious. And it's that subtle, this emotional anatomy, but it is a navigation system nonetheless, and we're going to help each other navigate more and more effectively. That suspiciousness would prevent you from moving forward, whereas the curious, cautious might actually help you move forward and I love it because that way you're by moving forward you begin your contribution to the greater good I have a responsibility to you as a doctor talking about how the mind works as a physician I'm recruiting other physicians to learn this language as well we're seeking a universal language that may display for humanity how their mind works so that they might be given the privilege of choosing wisely what's next. Now granted, the majority of humanity is going to be deeply wounded and though the emotional anatomy so deeply wounded and scarred by the various traumas that have initiated life for that person, they may have no idea what we're talking about here because they would be stuck in a lens preoccupied by their emotional reflexes that were generated by the uh, deeply wounded, sensitive tissues of emotional anatomy. And, you know, this gets passed on from generation to generation so that it's very difficult for some people to catch on to these ideas. But if you have a chance, then we get to be participants, one to another, reflecting upon these ideas. And even coming to the place where we acknowledge, look, I don't want my lens shifting to change me. So I become familiar with the lens shifting. I see the happy, the sad, the pissed, the overwhelmed. I, I see from the observer's perspective that I can become objective and rational about understanding how my wounded emotional anatomy may make me slave to repetitious habits of behavior over which I have no control. Those repetitious habits of behavior uh, would then uh, stop me from playing the game, stop me from interacting, 
And freedom, the invitation to freedom, exciting, we hope, uh, making you curious but cautious, invites you into seeing the option that continues to play the game, even gets bored of the game. I've heard this before, doctor, leave me alone. And that and might actually then see that the tug of war comes in many different uh, fashions. The whack-a-mole is to beat down the person that puts their little curious head up and says, oh, interesting, fascinating. Wow, I'm beginning to catch on to what you're saying, whack-a-mole. And that emotion is exactly what we're after. You see, it's a tug of war that's trying to prevent you from recognizing this magnificent emotional anatomy made this way on purpose to impress you so that you would want to do it again. And it's actually rewarding. The more curious, fascinated, and excited you become, the more you pursue this awareness, then you can begin to see the victory in the video game, even time to move on to the next. I'd like to see through a different lens. So instead of just playing the video game, I begin to read, I begin to exercise, I begin to adventure beyond stuck in the box, which would be an unfortunate consequence of slavery to emotional anatomy that would leave me stuck in the box instead of liberated to choose wisely amongst the options available to me. Now, my hope, of course, is, is that that liberated emotional anatomy would then be able to choose wisely amongst the options and begin seeing that this tug of war is real, which, by the way, offers us compassion for our fellow man instead of any sense of stuck in arrogance that I've got it easier than another. You're the same as all these other creatures out there struggling. This is freedom versus slavery. And now the politicians, of course, would make this a, a, a country issue. I'm attempting as best that I can as a physician to make this a human issue. I'm attempting to develop a language that will allow you to see yourself as important and valuable to the future of the world. Yet that comment by itself, immediately the whack-a-mole says, ah, no way, sit down, buddy. Who do you think you are anyway? And what kind of words are those important and valuable to the future of the world? Well, summarize, the choices you make make a difference. Choose your channel. Change your channel. So you study first and develop an understanding. This isn't about being elected mayor or president. This isn't about uh, 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 an accomplishment. This is about seeing into the emotional anatomy a liberated perspective that allows you to choose that which is consistent with your own heart and become white helmets for the world. Thank you. What a contribution that is. And that this ability to see this tug of war more clearly allows you to accept the personal responsibility that you carry to understand this tug of war more clearly. It's the joy in the heart that makes you important and valuable to the future of the world. And therein lies the tug of war. 
I'm just going to choose what makes me the better person, the better and the better and the better person, the free person, the person who is free to choose that which makes me better and better and better and better and better and makes that contribution to the future of the world, our legacy. The vocabulary that we are using to assist one another in navigating into our heart's home so that we may see through the lens of awe and wonder and then begin choosing words wisely so that we may help one another navigate our emotional anatomy, freedom versus slavery. Thank you very much. Please do join in in this discussion so that our language gets better and better. Thank you. Next time. I'm genuinely excited about being able to bring you uh, insights to a new way of looking at the mind and how it works. Emotional anatomy, heart home wisdom, gratitude guides your heart home so that you may discover the lens of awe and wonder. These are concepts that I hope will liberate the world into vision excited, alive, free to choose. Now, the podcasts are free, and if you're enjoying them, that's great. Uh, you can donate to support the show through patreon.com forward backslash. You can support this through patreon.com backslash emotional anatomy. Your donations are very much appreciated and uh, we'll continue podcasting. Join us. Thank you.